Yeah, if, if you're going to go like Australia's top gamers, you can't like you got to be careful when you do something like that. You know, obviously we all have a, the big gamer scores. I I don't really have a, like a big ego about it, so I kind of feel a bit weird. You want to buy a clock with your score on it that goes up every moment of the day. Personal use. That's my personal. You sell them. No, you cannot sell them. You wanted to sell them. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Avocation to Climb, a new gaming podcast featuring four of the top gamer score holders on the Xbox in Australia. Well, let's be honest, three of the four and one Sony pony coming at you. It's my pleasure to present tonight Memphisto for the win, the current number one ranked gamer score holder in Australia, Jeremy J1. He's hot on his heels and Rogue1992. All of these dudes round out the top three gamer score holders. I'm, uh, well, I suppose we're all equal hosts in this project. I'm Sony Pony to you, CJ, from the Push to Plat podcast you know a bit of a a bit of a sony pony i think it's fair to say and current number two uh holder uh, trophy hunter in australia so what is an avocation to climb well it's a it's a minor hobby or occupation but i think as you're going to find out as we go across this year perhaps it is not as minor as it seems we all love games of all forms but we've come here to talk about the xbox we've come here to talk about leaderboards about gamer score but most importantly about the games that we love to play. We're going to be hitting you around once a month or so on all good podcast providers. And because this is a new show, we need your help. That's right, you sitting there listening, you sitting there gaming. Let us be part of your journey, but spread the word. Help us to grow. Help us to sort of embed ourselves in the community because, you know, you might get a few laughs out of this, uh, out of the banter that is to come and the ribbing that is insured with these three fine gentlemen. So, without further ado, why don't we kick off? And I'd like to introduce first Memphisto for the win. He has a staggering 1,506,575 gamer score. Memphisto, how are you tonight? I am very well, CJ. Thank you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself to start us off? Okay. Well, as you said, number one currently in Australia. Um, just hit 1.5 million gamer score. Been playing Xbox ever since achievements were a thing. That was my first Xbox console and never really looked back from there. Um, what else is there really to say? I like simulation games. I like easy games and I play them all. That's perfect. That's all you need to say for the moment, I think. Uh, well, that's right. you can, you, I don't think you can be number one without playing them all, can you, really? Well, let's, let's be honest. we're going to find out if you have any uh, secrets in that closet shortly. But let's jump over to, well. to Jeremy J1. He is the recent number two gamer in Australia. He is like a bloodhound on Memphisto. He intends to be number one, I'm sure. In fact, I made the misassumption that old Memphisto was slowing down the other week, and I prematurely congratulated him, saying that I thought he could get there this month. I've been proven staggeringly wrong he's about uh, 11,000 gamer score behind on a staggering 1,492,800 gamer score jeremy j1 how are you tonight hello everybody can you tell us a little bit about your gaming 
Okay, well, my gaming is quite a bit different, and that's even an understatement in its own respect. I mean, when I um actually um started gaming, I wasn't really taking the gaming seriously. Like, I wasn't uh, a beast, I wasn't a bloodhound, I wasn't a maniac, or whatever else describes me today. I was uh, just playing games for fun, and uh, I was not really even aware about the Xbox achievements or game score or anything like that at the time because well I wasn't really like keen on that and then it's just like okay well you know I'm playing these games for fun I don't really see my stats and whatnot and then it kind of hits me okay well if I'm really gonna do this you know I need to start taking seriously and I really started turning it on in 2015 that was probably the first real deal that I started turning on and then 2016 was good, 2017, but that's nothing compared to what I have already done last year and what I have already done this year. I have gone, how much, uh, probably at least almost 610 plus thousand in the last two years alone, from last year up to halfway this year already, mm. thanks to uh, Neo Geo, Isilaka, and Nextarion, basically, and maybe a few other players, but... Back in the day, I wasn't really serious. I didn't get into Xbox until like much later on. In fact, I didn't even play the original Xbox. So that's a very good uh, story there. I didn't actually get the Xbox until like much later on. I was uh, more into Nintendo and PlayStation back in the day. Like I had a PS2, still getting the Xbox straight away. And, you know, I didn't start game into much later on but yeah look at me i mean now i'm just like what the heck i mean i just turned into this beast and i gotta be quite honest i never expected to be one of those people but that just goes to show that anybody can do it and well if i could do it then about uh really anybody can do it if you put your mind to it and really that's inspiration if you want to become the next game is called beast one day it's very tr very but, true sir yeah. isn't it i mean ten dollars a controller and two stacks of zittle on and you can be the next millionaire gamer scorer but look we will get we will get further into that shortly i want to introduce the next host now you can't have a podcast without a colorful controversial character there's another c word <laughs> i was going to use but i'm going to go with character this is a man that will probably claim he'll bend our ear that he doesn't really game at all yet he has somehow managed to well, amass a staggering one 1,455,904, 904, that's interesting, uh, gamer score here. It is Rogue1992. I don't want to sell, sell you short in any way, sir, but how are you tonight? Yeah, I'm not too bad, CJ. How are the rest of you? <laughs> Surviving, I think. I think. Is it, a fair, is it a fair comment? Like we were just talking a little off the thing that you, you do like to take long breaks and then just come back and hit hard? Is that the... Yes and no. I, I like it, it. Comes down to this here. Like, I want to enjoy what I'm playing, and if I'm not enjoying what I'm playing, I'm not going to play. So I'll have a break. So currently, for the last couple of weeks, I'm playing Rust. Rust has pissed me off because the game's fucked. It fucked that game. So I've just I've went away from that. There, I've done a little bit of scoring last few days. So I thought I've got to do something before the start of the podcast. Uh, but mainly, I've just been watching telly, watching a bit of TV. The last little weeks and that really because it's it just it is you burn yourself out too much if you just keep going 
That's right. So look, if you've just stumbled on us, everyone here is qualified. If you don't know me, look, I am a, an Xbox uh, a fraud, I suppose you could say. I am the number two, number two ranked Australian gamers. Okay, oh, <laughs> number two ranked Australian PlayStation. Uh, I don't know what we don't have a fancy word like gamer score. So basically, that means I've just. A trophy hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I am I am converting. Basically, that just means I have slammed a stack of Asian VNs. But it is wonderful now to be on a system that has some real games, which we're going to get into tonight. Ooh. But before we do, I've got to ask each of That's you. Fine. It's it's the se- it's the seminal question. Why don't we start with you, Jay? When did the addiction for gamer score kick in? Was it a particular game or a particular achievement? Do you remember? Well, for me, um, <clears throat> I really don't know if it's so much an addiction as it is like trying to convince myself like if I really want to you know be well known if I really want to get recognition for what I do and I can treat myself as a serious player I mean as soon as I started to realize that I could get game school really quickly from like 2015 onwards I mean that's when I had to turn it on and I kind of had to think uh I don't know if I really should be thanking the game, honestly, because it's not like the number one game, but it's a good example. One of the games that probably convinced me that we would start putting on was Halo the Master Chief Collection because I got 100,000 on the dock with that game. Nice. So, you know, back then, I was just like, oh, well, I'm just going to go for these milestones and then, you know, I'm probably just going to stop. And, uh, well, but long story short, I didn't stop. Yeah. It's hard to stop, <laughs> isn't it? It yeah. is, it is. You just can't stop at uh, 100,000. You can't stop at half a million. And hell, you can't even stop at one million anymore. You can't. Because soon that's going to be the game score that uh, everybody will be able to have within, well, maybe not everyone, but like 500 people could probably have that in like the next, you know, five years if they try hard enough. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like smoking. Nobody likes a quitter. <laughs> Nobody likes <laughs> smoking. Uh, I like fun. that. Was there a particular game for you, Rogue, where you felt the addiction kicking in, or is it well, been a slow slide? I first started playing in Xbox. I was in I was in Canada, and I think 2007 for about four to six months, about six months. And I had to stay in the in the apartment we was in for about. A week straight waiting for a dishwasher to get dropped off. It was me, my brother, and a mate who was over there. I was like 15, something like that. Anyway, or washing machine, so I was a washing machine. So I'm sitting there waiting, and there was an Xbox in there with Oblivion. And I put like 200 hours or something stupid into Oblivion over that week. And so then when we came back to Australia, I EB Games was doing the deal where if you bought Guitar Hero or you traded something, in, if you traded something in towards Guitar Hero, you can get Guitar Hero for like 25 bucks, like two games. But Guitar Hero traded in for like 180. So we did that there a couple of times and we ended up getting an Xbox for like 200 bucks back in like 07. So we did that there and I just started playing Conan and the few games I had then. Basically whatever I, could, I sort of had, I'm just playing and I didn't go out buying everything back then because it was what it was. But uh, yeah, just I suppose Oblivion. Was probably the first game I really started to go for achievements and things in, mm-hmm. and then yeah, just sort of went from there basically. Well, it's actually kind of funny that you mentioned the bibbin, that was my very first ever game completion. <laughs> mm. Nice, yeah, it's a good game. 
thought the Jap version, but I hardly ever played it. I haven't done the Japan version, but I probably will one day. <laughs> one day. I buy all the Jap versions and just don't play them. I've got like 38 of them sitting in the cupboard. Bowie uh, 8? Yeah, different games, different bits of this, bits of that there. And yeah, they'll start sending them to like, say, Mephisto or Mad Eye or someone else. And I thought CJ was warming with the ace in visual novels. Yeah. Well, we've got <laughs> well, a few of them too. They're not, too bad. They're, not, they're not too bad, the visual novels. If you, I mean, it's like Steingate. Steingate, the show's brilliant. People won't play the game, won't, will skip through the game, but the game itself, I don't know why they've actually played the game properly, but I know on PlayStation you can play the game in English, and people did. Mm. The show itself was brilliant, so you should watch mm. the show if you played the game. That's, yeah, that, that's very true. And Memph, is there is there a particular game or time you felt yourself sliding? Or? Um, it's it's hard to pinpoint. I was, I got to like fifty k kind of naturally, just not even really caring about game score. I was just you know playing through the old gears of wars and original crackdown and just just playing and enjoying gaming and then i, I thought i might try and find out how high 50k actually is you know in i stumbled across ta and i saw that it wasn't very high because by then it was probably you know four or five years into the 360s lifespan and then i saw there were people that would specifically go for easy games and i had a blockbuster like two streets away from me where i lived at the time so I went there and I was, you know, I can hire this for a night and get the thousand. And that's where it kind of started. So the first the first game that I kind of did that was um, your very original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the 360. That's the, probably the first game I ever played just for kind of gamer score. And then from there, I kind of, you know, probably doubled my score from there pretty quickly. And I still wasn't really anywhere. But it really, really kicked off when I kind of met Rogue because I knew of Rogue before I'd really met him because he was doing competitions and things and I kind of wanted to get to that level. So I'd bought myself a Japanese 360 and I had the American 360 and kind of bought a whole heap of games off Rogue and spent my life savings there because that's what he charged and kind of weaseled my way in. And from there, we kind of took the gamer score competitions by storm for a big period there won a couple and met some interesting people on the way and from there i haven't really looked back i, I suppose it's it's just got crazier every year and even and now it's even even more crazier it's it's yeah and like like jeremy said you can't go back now there's kind of no stopping it's like it's mm. the avalanche has happened and it's just flowing out and it's just never going to end. I, I can't, I, yeah, I can't even do what Rogue does and have a little break for a couple of weeks. I can't, I just can't even do that. I, it's just, I get home and from work and easy games on straight away. That's just, that's what it is. So, Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And as we, as we sort of said at the start, listeners, the, the whole point of this is it's not some sort of show that's going to be like structured with your, you know, your segments and stuff. It's just going to be a sort of a discourse, I suppose, because one thing I noticed in the PlayStation community is while a lot of top trophy hunters knew each other, you know, from the boards or whatever, there wasn't a lot of communication going on. There wasn't like a lot of, you know, insight into how they played or what they were playing or even what they thought of what they were playing. And, you know, like it or not, these three gentlemen, 
them tonight. They put in a ton of hours and they're not, believe it or not, they're not just rattle-like spammers or, you know, East Asia sort of spammers. They pay a wide mix of stuff. So this this sort of a platform, I suppose, is going to give us a chance to sort of get into their minds, what they think about how maybe achievement hunting is changing, what they think about the games they're currently playing and just all this sort of stuff with the, the sort of overall context of the fact that they're all locked, you know, within about 30,000 or so gamer score of each other at the top of the boards. And as we've heard, they're not they're not about to slow down, I think, in any way. I think that's a, a fair statement. Like, none of you are about to retire by the sound of it. Oh, um, no. Hell even no. If, even if Jeremy passed me, you know, this month, next month, and Roe comes back and he jumps past me, I, I don't think I'll ever kind of retire, if, if that makes sense. I'll always play like this and if i think i've said it before in my blogs that if you know if what my score isn't what i do isn't good enough to keep first then so be it It, then other people deserve it so i don't think i'll retire because i quite like getting game score (laughs) as weird as that sounds because it's yeah (laughs) i kind of like it and let's be fair if mephisto had to retire wouldn't smirnoff and redemption and all the men retire because he's outscoring all of them that's true that's true that's right that's exactly why, right. Why don't yeah. we have a look at that? Because they're, they're, as I said, there'll be listeners from around the world with our shared feeds with Loot Bros and, and a few others, well, wherever you're listening to this too, I suppose. They may not understand just how much gamer score the three of you are sort of earning and how quickly you are. So, Memph, I know you have this, this wonderful blog here. I've got the numbers if you like or if you'd like to do it, go for it. And yep. just to give everyone the sort of idea of, you know, how much you, you're sort of making so far this year. And I know you've you've contrasted to Smirnoff as uh, Rogue said. I have, yes. So, um, well, to strip it right back, I suppose, if people don't know exactly about Gamerscore, every game, for simplicity's sakes, has a 1,000. We'll get into Zitalon a bit later, but every game has a base 1,000 points. So, it used to be back maybe, I don't know how long ago, Rogue, what would you say? 120k used to be a good year, but that was probably, what, I don't know. Five to ten years ago? The new X, the X1? Yeah, the X1, X1 changed the landscape. But back then, no, if no, you were I doing... When, when when the X1 first came out, that was about 100, 100 grand, 130 grand, 40 grand was a good year. That was good top-tier world pace, 100 grand a year. Now, it's all flipped around, and we'll explain a bit more later, like I said. But it's it, if you're not doing 1,000 G a day, you're falling behind. You're not keeping up. So that's, what's that, 10 years, you need to be doing triple the score. So 1,000 G a day is the numbers to, to kind of, you're probably holding your position in the world's leaderboards at 1,000 G a day, I'd say, even probably climbing it slightly. But <laughs> we're a bit crazy and we are all doing more than 1,000 G a day. And I've, I've got, like you said, I've got the numbers here for June and I've got our yearly totals here. So this doesn't include the, you know, whatever, how many days we are into July, the 10 days in July. And basically to simplify it the most, well, for June, Jeremy, I'm not speaking for him, but he did over 50,000 in, in just over in June. So that works out to be about my quick mass, roughly about 1,600 a day. So that's a game and a half a day. And I was a bit below that. I did 44. And as we said before, Rogue was on a bit of sabbatical. And he did 20K. So still nearly 1,000 a day, even though he's taking a break. So, But for the for the um, 
just to bring it all back to the world leaders, there are the two that I've compared is Smirnov and Redemption. And up until the end of June, Smirnov had done 160,000. He's the world leader. And Jeremy had done 80,000 more than him for the year. So in what? Yeah. In what's that? One, two, are you actually serious? Yeah, well, it's 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 actually eight thousand more than Smilnoff, the number one gamer in the world. Seventy-seven, if you want me to be exact, seventy-seven thousand. So I I did round it up, but yeah. So in the the first six months of the year, you're seventy-seven thousand gamer score ahead of Smirnov on the year, and I'm about twenty-five, and Rogue is also sixty thousand. So we are gaining on the world leaders rapidly. Obviously. For any, I don't know exactly how it is on the PlayStation side, but Xbox gamers will know the early July has gone crazy. So the numbers are probably going to be even higher due to Zidalon. But as I said, we'll get back to that a bit earlier, a bit later, sorry. And um, Redemption's even done less than Smirnoff. So he's done 10K less than Smirnoff. So where you've nearly done, Jeremy, yourself, you've nearly done 90K more than Redemption, who's second in the world. Oh, that's just so it's just bonkers. And... I thought to myself late last year, I thought, because oh, I was, you know, I don't know if Jeremy knows this, but he got pretty close to me as we both got to a million. And I just started blasting at that point because I didn't really want to give up being, I didn't want Jeremy to be, I didn't know Jeremy then. I didn't really know Jeremy before today, to be honest, but I didn't want him to overtake me then. Because I think you were within, I don't know if you remember, but you were probably got within about nine or 10K of me. Um, you know, 500k ago, and that's when me and Rogue started going crazy, and Rogue went back past you, and so late, yeah, last year we did like a th- over a thousand G a day for the year, and this year we're gonna beat that comfortably again. <laughs> so it's just, it, I, 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 it's hard to put a perspective on it because of how crazy it is, but I, I suppose Jeremy and Rogue can talk more about it because they, you know, they can probably express it a bit better than me. It's just. I, I, the the gamer score landscape has probably never been like this. It's just the numbers people are putting up are crazy, and we are even beyond them. So I, yeah, if someone wants to talk about that more, they can and give me a little break. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't you go first, Jeremy? Because you sound in shock of the numbers there against the number one and two. Obviously, you didn't feel that the numbers were that maybe that substantial, but it has changed a lot the landscape. Well, yeah, it has changed a lot and. Honestly, you know, I didn't realize that uh, we were really pulling those numbers as well as everything. But, you know, maybe we should also remember the fact that uh, a long time ago, a very, very long time ago, I mean, before GameScore was really a thing, I mean, there wasn't like a definitive, oh, this person is going to be the number one gamer in the world. I mean, back then, there wasn't really a thing like that. But, you know, then Stallion came along and he was number one for like six or seven years. And then Smirnov was trying to overtake him a couple times, and he finally did do it on Canada Day, and then he got taken over by Stalin again, and then he officially overtook him, and he's been number one for like three years now. Hmm. Yeah. Which honestly is an indication of him, you know, being, um, you know, just the king of the world. Now, you have to look at me all of a sudden, within like the last... Two years to three years, you can even go back to 2019 if you really wanted to. But I yeah. probably wasn't even at, you know, 600 and maybe 70. And now I'm about to hit 1.5 million in just 
under two years. Like, seriously. That just, sorry to jump in, but that just shows you that if anyone wants to and are committed, they could do what we do. Like, what we do, what we do, I'm saying that it's crazy and it's, and it's bonkers and all that, but anyone could do it. We're not like crazy. I don't, I'm, Rogue's pretty good at most games, but I'm not great at games. I'm not amazing. I'm not like, you know, esports level, not even close. I'm average at best. I just have an affinity to gamer score and I can do it and I do it pretty well. And it's just, yeah, I, I don't know if you're the same, Jeremy. Do you, do you class yourself as like good at games or do you just class yourself as good at games? Well, I'm good for some games. I mean, if anything else, you know, I'd like to try and push myself to try and be good at the genres that I am actually good at, but I also want to try and improve at the genres that I'm not so good at. Like, uh, let me think for a second. I'm not the best at wasting and I'm not the best with strategy games. And sometimes I struggle with uh, understanding the whole... Uh, metric system with like you know trying to strategize you know with like troops you know for those real-time strategies i don't mm. really do well with those games yeah i'm honestly you know probably the best according to me anyway you know i'm probably the best at uh, platformers and action adventure games and maybe a few series along now but you know sometimes i have a bad day and sometimes i don't do well in those genres here but you know, unfortunately, mm. it doesn't matter if you don't consider yourself to be a good gamer. You don't have to be anymore to be a god gamer. Yeah, that's right. Well, for me, it's fighting games. I, I can't do them, which if you've ever looked at my tag, you'll see I've got heaps of Neo Geos unplayed because I just can't do them. I really like, cannot I do the combos for the life oh, of me. I'm shocking. So, yeah, it's, it's not like I'm amazing at games. It's just that's... I just like gamer score. I suppose. I, I, I suppose it's Rogue can <laughs> come on and tell us how he's amazing at everything now. <laughs> just before you do, Rogue, I also want you to. I, I wanted to sort of maybe include in your answer whether you think it's a good thing the way it's changed as well. If you can work that in, that would be awesome. To be honest with you, I couldn't care less. Yeah, I, I, I score what I score. If it's yep. there, it's just I just do it. It's, it's. I mean, to be fair, look, everyone's going on about these Zildjian games, whatever you call it, and they're, they're stamping their feet and they're shouting up and down and there's all this here sort of crack. And I'm just like, but the game takes me 10 minutes. I walk to the toilet and I walk back and the game's done. <laughs> to be I mean, why am I, why am I, why, am, why is it 900 comments on a, on a, on a forum post about the game getting a title update? To make the best of it, the people that are complaining have like we've got like sixteen thousand gamers score. You played two games in your existence, and you're, you're gonna punch holes in the walls for some reason. Like, your missus is wanting the police on you because she thinks she's gonna, she thinks she's in danger. You, you're you're not angry at the fact that you're on daily games, but the only games you've ever put on your tag is Gears of War One and Halo Master Chief Collection, and you've maybe just maybe played FIFA nineteen. Are you okay, sir? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's firing up, but look, look to, to to further your point there, Rogue. I love this TA. Like I love a, I love a good trophy or achievement uh, site at the best of times. But I love their poll, which alludes to what you say here. The do you approve of Zitalon's easy gamer score title updates or not? Yes, you know the whores that are being honest. Twenty nine percent. Yeah, sure. No, thirty six percent. I was surprised that because most most gamers are whingers, so I thought that would be a lot higher, despite the fact they're all playing these games. But what was encouraging was that the don't care was almost as high as the no. Which is wonderful. God, that was such a clickbait poll. 
Like, wasn't it? it? It was designed to get these winges out and about. They're That's like what the it ones was. That complain, they're like, oh, we need we need completion percentage or we need TA score. Let's let's break. Let's have a look at TA score for me because they're all everyone's TA and it's all TA score and all this shit. You take a game, right? Let's go with real politics. Four people Random. beat it. Well, I beat it. I beat it. Four people. That's why. It's so your ego. It's not hard. It's fucked. The game is fucked, and that's what the problem is. But seventeen people have played it, or thirty people have played it. So is it really? Its ratio might be one point nine. So is it really a one point nine game? What is it? I mean, if I well, no, it's not. It's it's like an eight thousand TA. It's like an eight thousand game. It's ridiculous. Right. So you're saying it's inflated. Yeah. So you what? So and you're saying, it. basically, what you're saying is that there's Zitalon or these or this poll about how it's you know ruining gamer score. There's extremes at the other end that kind of balances it out. That's what you're trying to say. Well, yeah, that's a good. That's that's a pretty good idea. There's, I mean, if I'm gonna, if I'm going to play a Zildjian game, whatever it's called, and smash it out, and then play this other thing, it's like, do you know what the best ones? Well, you look at these uh, Game Pass games, and everyone just downloads them because they're free and they. Play for five minutes and you go, this game is shit. Why have I downloaded this? And you delete it. But then that's you've counted out playing it now, so that ratio goes up because you played it. What's the difference? It's I not mean, a perfect system. No, no it never will be. The fact you've got all these people complaining, like, I tell you what, if that's the worst thing that you've got going on in your life, <laughs> then you must be something. You, I need to take lessons from you. Because yeah. if that's the worst thing that's going on in people's lives, then fuck me dead. But see, this is what I, and I'd be interested in the three of your opinion, like everybody on the boards, you know, that's got, you know, halfway up the boards is going to be playing these games, you know, at some point or whatever else. And the top end, everybody's doing the same thing. And we have this same thing on PlayStation, yet the, like the, if you read the, the general community is like, these are the worst things in the world that you could ever do. You have no value in your, what you're playing. You have no, you know, idea what you're doing. It's just the worst thing that's ever happened to gaming. Yet, like 90% of people are playing these, which I find fascinating. So obviously the people whinging are also playing it. Like, how, how do you take that? Do you just think that, is it, is it this, you know, inflated, oh, you know, I, I've tied my ego to my, my gamer tag or whatever else, and I can't win at gamer score, but I can win at true, true uh, whatever it is, the ratio that you're talking about. Like, what's going on? Well, I think that's what they, they that's their argument. They're saying that now it's because it's inflating so much gamer score is going in, it's ruining the TA score because you, you could play a hard game and get, you know, you're 3,000 TA in a hard, hardish game, or you can chuck on one of these Zitalon games and get 3,000 in 15 minutes. Like, TA score, kind of like gamer score, has never really meant anything. Ratio means even less. Like, I, I just think if you want to play these games, play them. If you don't want to play them, don't play them. It, it's, it really is as simple as that. But you can't complain. If you choose not to play them, you can't really complain that people are, I think. It, 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 it it just doesn't make sense to me why you would complain about it. If people are jumping you in what you choose to track yourself in, well, that's on you for not playing the games that will help you improve where you're tracked, whatever statistics you track, doesn't it? That's true. Yeah. That's true. But, so why but are you complaining? Th- Sorry. 
That's true. Well, now, look, I want to ask you, because the guy played all manner of crazy shit in English and not English, obviously, across systems. But even I had to sort of, you know, check myself this week and go, come on, what the fuck is going on? When I played the Synchro synchro Hedgehogs, which is basically the butterfly game with hedgehogs or whatever else. Mm. Has there been a time in this last week in particular or two weeks of playing this stuff where you've just checked yourself and gone, yeah, like this is this is fantastic. Well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> does no one want to admit that? Oh, no, 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 <laughs> Am I the only one that sees the fantastic for gamer score, but it's not fantastic as a game. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you can even do a game like that and try to convince people that it's not anything like you have ever played before is honestly just a total job because it is exactly like the Butterfly games. I don't know why people wouldn't say so otherwise. It's literally a carbon copy of Butterfly. <laughs> it totally is, isn't it? <laughs> well, you've got two things you've got to watch. Two fucking caterpillars. You've got to, like, dodge. Oh, there's a few bits there where it's a bit of a fun you didn't realise, and the one caterpillar would walk off the edge, and you're like, fuck's sake, you're going to go back now. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's this here. The fella's happy. He's making money from these games. Who knows? If he sells enough of these games, he might release uh, a Gears of War or an Halo <laughs> or something good. He won't. But go on. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you might get something good. You won't. Of course you won't. You'll get him driving a Lamborghini and giving you ping pong. I did like 50 years, to be fair. That, yeah, that wasn't too bad. No. Yeah, that was. The ones that actually have you doing stuff aren't bad. Like, was it 50 years wasn't terrible? I didn't even find the castle and escape that back. She actually had to do stuff. You had to run around and find the bits and pieces, which, yeah, they were 10 minutes, 15 minutes, but they weren't terrible. Yeah, they were as short as anything, and if you paid anything more than $6 for them, you'd feel like you were going to be sick because it wasn't worth the money. But it was what it was. Okay, look, I've got to admit this and I'm going to put it out there. Of course, these little games, they sometimes have like a little trick or something else or perhaps, you know, my brain has degenerated so far with so many spam games now that I get trapped by them sometimes. And I'm happy to admit that I did need to wait for Mr. Chivo or whatever to put up his five-level extension on, I think it was the Butterfly 2, the Windows 10 got the the next lot of gamer score or whatever else. There was one that I couldn't quite figure out or whatever else. <laughs> I'm sure that didn't happen to any of you. You guys must be just over the top of these sort of things now, or is anyone else going to admit to having to use a guide for any of these things? I use a, uh, not the butterfly games and stuff like that. I don't, but I decided stupidly to play escape sequence without a guide. And that was the Ooh. worst decision I ever made. Mm. Cause that was actually pretty tough. And I, mm-hmm. I thought going in, it was just going to be another simple game. I could just blast through it. I don't need to find a video. I don't need to spend the time doing that. And normally I'm pretty cautious and always have my guides ready to go. And I got halfway through that and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm missing something here. This is harder than it needs to be, I'm sure. Because people were finishing it in, well, definitely under an hour. They were, you know, some people were 45 minutes. And I'm like, I'm halfway through and I've spent like 45 minutes. What am I doing? So, Yeah. <laughs> But normally I'm following guides for pretty much everything. I'd say we all followed a guide uh, for that. I'm sure you did too, Jeremy. Of course, mm. that's the sort of game that works perfectly for a text guide. I don't know if you use the text guide or you try yeah. to figure out the... Want to know the, the, uh, which level was the biggest pain to have to follow a guide for? Yes. What Even was going on with level 10? Level 10. Oh, why? Why, why level 10? For God's sake, man. 
Uh, if you wanted to read a James Joyce novel, you would. Why, when they know the game is just being bought for gaming whores? You're basically almost you have... repeating the same accent like four or five times in the wall. That's right. <laughs> and you can make one more now, or you have to go all the way back to the beginning. You have to do it all over again. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't remember which input you put in the first place, which is so annoying for a puzzle game in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Because I have actually done that a couple of times before for that puzzle game that I did like quite a few years back, that one with the swimming and whatnot. Oh, Swim Out? What's it called? The uh, Swim Out. Yeah, that was a yeah. bit of an annoying game to do too. Yeah. Yeah. Because that one has a few uh, of those um, levels that like, have some very complicated solutions. And I mean real complicated. What I what I liked about that level ten was because I know the three of you, you know, you're you're you know, you're getting value for your money, you're getting the full score. I looked at that uh, thing and I thought, fuck no, and I actually stopped on level nine for both stacks uh, because I'm not I'm not I'm not going to yeah. do that at this point in my life. Maybe 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 later. But look look, I want to come back because as we said, listeners, this is just a you know, it's, a, it's almost like a stream of consciousness type show, and we mm. we forgot to really get into rogues, you know, history and stuff like that. So I'd like to come back. Sorry. Sorry, sir. Could we, could we do that now? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, well, well, why don't you tell us about it? About what? <laughs> well, look, I, I don't know. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I was distracted. I'm buying things on the. Uh, I'm buying NFTs on the other on the other page. Um, yeah. So basically, because this is going back to where we were a minute ago, and everyone's gone about how to score and and whatnot. Yeah. Well, it's like see, I think me and say Jeremy there. Scored about the same last year. Difference is, Jeremy did that in 360 odd days. I did that in 150. So, you take breaks. Yeah. Well, it's because I'm ruthlessly efficient. I mean, if I was to score three, if I was to play three, I mean, let's be real. If I was to play 365 days a year, I'd be in the top 30 right now. Yeah, you would. If what happened at the end of the, our final GTA C year didn't happen, I probably would be at about 2 million now. But having like two and a half years off after that, what happened and all the uh, the terrible, terrible tragedy that happened at the end of that year. It just, it was what it was. But as I say, it is what it is. It's like the same month, for example. Mephisto was saying last month I did 20K. Yeah, I did 20K in the first like eight days of the month uh, and then took the rest off. But it is what it is. I mean, by the time we end up having the next podcast, I could very, very easily be... 20 or 30 came from Mephisto, so it just is what it is. Um, you know, but it's all the, I mean, all these easy games, all these shit games, they're all, they are what they are. They're, they're shit. If someone asked me what I was playing, I'd probably tell them I'm playing the, I, I've seen a part of shit. Like, why are you even looking? Why? I don't stream often because, well, for one, I don't like, I, I can't interact with people on the stream because I'm in the middle of doing stuff. Plus, probably I don't have any viewers. But, you know, no one's gonna, who's going to tune in to watch you play Butterfly? Who's going to tune in to watch you play this? And who's going to tune in to watch you play other? I mean, yeah, I played, what was it, Police Stories yesterday, which wasn't a terrible game, to be fair. About three hours, it was still short. But, I mean, if you're going to, that's another game. That's another thing I should mention to you. If you're going to complain about Zilteon games and all, and all these Rattalaka games and things, why aren't you complaining about any game that's less than five hours? They're still going to cost you, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference? Try short games, a short game. I These mean, games yeah, have been yeah. out from the start, haven't they? It really, yeah. well, it's more now, but they have been around forever. 
I mean, it's like the same people. They'll complain about they'll complain about Call of Duty because Call of Duty is an eight-hour campaign, a ten-hour campaign, for the most part. But then they'll complain about the Elder Scrolls or Fallout because the game is glitching. But the game's a three hundred-hour game. You got well, Assassin's Creed's another one. People complain about Assassin's Creed. Oh, it's, it's the same shit. It's this. It's that. It's, it's whatever. But I mean, you're going to put two hundred hours into it. So is it not worth the money? If you're going to, I mean, if you're going to pay 25 bucks and you're going to get a two-hour game, or you're going to give 60 bucks and get a 300-hour game, it is what it is. But, yeah, um, I'm sort of rambling now, so I'll go back to you guys, CJ. Yeah, no, that's a that, that's a good point, and I know we've we've sort of you know stacked on these games or whatever, and I don't I don't want to finish on a negative note, obviously, and you know, listeners, we're sort of you know, in truth, being told, one of the cool things about this project is I think you know, Memph and Rogue know each other, but I don't think uh you know Jay doesn't hasn't known them, I haven't known any of them really to talk to, so it's sort of a feeling out phase. So I, I'm quite I'm learning a lot, I'm quite in, enjoying it, I'm loving the police stories. I'm going to add that to my list as well. Thank you, sir. But one of the things maybe we could just sort of shift to as we we sort of move to the end is that you know i said at the start we don't only play these sort of games you know we play other games as well so so maybe so that the audience gets a bit of a feel for where we're coming from in the future we could just talk a little on you know our favorite genre or what we we'd like to play when we're not playing the short gamer score games and i know you, you talked about rust uh, recently rogue and one of the great the great yeah one of the great maybe that's not one you like but one of the great things on that was that you know i love on the, the system there it tells you who's playing what or whatever else and underneath there you know for a couple of hours perhaps you you're taking a break at this point it just said rogue playing rust lying dead on the ground and i thought that's wonderful and it was there for a few hours as well so i love that i love that but obviously you know what, why don't we throw to you because we, we sort of hijacked the whole beginning of this episode what do you like to play then i like to play strategy games uh, that's what I do. I like to play strategy. I mean, I play everything. I I like strategy games on the Xbox. I'll uh, play League of Legends on the computer. Uh, I haven't played League in a while, but I was a challenger jungler, which is like the top rank in OCE for a fair while. Um, that was in the period when I stopped gaming properly on Xbox for like a year and a half. Uh, yeah, basically strategy games, those air sort of games. You said you you you. The fucking battle royales, just the normal things to be honest. Nothing, not, not nothing super special. Just it was decent, basically. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's not not the normal appetite for a, for a sole, uh, you know, achievement whore. I don't think. Uh, Jeremy, what do you what do you prefer to play? Okay, well, first of all, I just want to you know even say like at the beginning of the so i did mention that i don't just play xbox i also play quite a bit of nintendo as well so mm-hmm. you know sometimes when uh, xbox you know just wants to be you know the same old same old you know i when i and nintendo do we we you know play me and as i mentioned before you know i like platform and next adventure and you could probably already have a fair guess of what i'm into with those two donors mario and zelda because they are platform and action adventure so I have pretty much played almost every single Mario and Zelda game, and I can actually say that no matter uh, how uh, bad even some of those bad ones are, I didn't play them, by the way, but even they can be better than the games that we decide to play at the end of the day because, you know, at least they actually do not, you know, ask us to do unnecessary things. But then again, it really depends if you want to put yourself through that or not, but, you know. 
I uh, grew up with those. Well, I really grew up with more and more, but you know, those are like the two franchises from Nintendo that I really appreciate these days because they actually know how to make games. Xbox doesn't always know how to make games. Let's be quite honest with that. They don't always know, and Nintendo has been way more consistent than they have ever been at actually being able to make games, and it hasn't just been more and so I played a couple of Kirby games, and I have played maybe like the one or two Donkey Kong games. Those are fun too, and I probably play a few other Nintendo games, but that's not the point. I mean, Xbox hasn't always been able to do it in exactly the same way that Nintendo has done it, because when you look at any all-time list, Nintendo pretty much dominates the list, and you want to know why? Because a lot of people actually find the games fun, and they're never really constantly repetitive. And they're not the same game either, even if someone's going to complain and like be, oh, this Mario game is actually very similar to this one. Oh, look at this, Odyssey. It's a sandbox remake of Sunshine, but it's actually not a sandbox remake of that game. It's like its own brand new game, plus paying respect to the older Mario games that I loved back in the day, and that's why that game works, you know? Those are the games that I actually appreciate. Turning something old into something new and actually making it enjoyable again and actually creating the standard that I love today, because really, if it wasn't for... Mario and Zelda, I don't think I actually would have ever gone into gaming, period. Like, I didn't even know if I was even going to like those two franchises. And really, if I had to be asked, you know, what's the one or two franchises that got you in the game? It would be Mario and Zelda from Nintendo, because I'm being quite honest, if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be here today. Well, that's that's fair. Nintendo, you know, consistently put out good games whereas well in modern times xbox has not so i think all those points are pretty fair they are i mean don't get me wrong xbox game studio still has a few good games out there i'm not saying they're bad at all i'm just saying they haven't always been consistent that's the key word right now they haven't always been consistent yeah, there's, there's like fucking nine times more xbox studios than there is nintendo studios well, they keep saying games are coming, so I, I suppose we just have to be patient, and whatever dribs and drabs they give us, we gobble them up and see how we go, I suppose. Hopefully they can, you know, they're doing pretty well from what I can gather Xbox at the moment, and as long as they keep producing good games, they'll be fine. We'll all be fine. Well, what we really would like to see from especially the Xbox as often as we are going to see it, and I hope we're especially going to see it in the new generation of consoles, it's more variety of brand new games and not just going back to the same game for the 900 billion time. I swear I better not see Minecraft or Series X, man. <laughs> because I do not honestly totally want to have to stack that game again. <laughs> and you I'm will. just saying, you know, we need fresh new games. If the Series X is going to give us new games, we better see them. Like, I don't want to just play the same game over and over again. You know? I want to, like... You know, with the new generation console, I want to actually play newer games. I want to like enjoy brand new experience. Yeah, I th- I think I think that's gonna. I mean, that was the long draw card for Sony or whatever else their exclusives or whatever else. And well, yeah, I was actually gonna point that. I mean, they have uh, the games that we all want to play, and sometimes they're only Sony exclusive. And if they're not Sony exclusive, well. They say they're Sony exclusive, but then they have it for six months, and then they stop being Sony exclusive, and then they might go to other platforms. But they're not not necessarily go to Xbox. It's like how, well, we might use an exclusive on Xbox, and then it goes to Sony, which I think we did actually do one time. So, 
this boss is not really that much different, honestly. No, not at all. And I think I think it's funny. It's always a grass is greener on the other side because you. I always hear from Xbox gamers that they go go forth and buy a PlayStation. They they do so for the exclusives, and they might just cherry pick and pay one or two. But the reality is, the more of those exclusives you play, you start to realize Sony makes one game. Their first parties make the same game. Uh, you know, highly yeah, cinematic. Well, right now, PlayStation's not winning the exclusive battle. Right now, Xbox is owning them because of Behesta. So they yeah, go. of course. So I think I think you're going to get a good diversity of games through the Xbox. A lot so of really the games do. are actually going to be coming on the Xbox are going to be Xbox exclusive bonus, so nothing coming over the PS4 almost, except maybe for the one Behesta game. That's maybe. right, it's because they're buying everything there's nothing left. Mephisto, uh, <laughs> yeah. what's, your, what's your preferred I mean, I already know, but maybe you can explain why. Well, as I said a bit earlier, I quite weirdly like the simulation genre, so I play a lot of train sims and city builders and anything that kind of has any kind of management elements I quite get into. So I'm very much looking forward to Flight Simulator later this month. And even though that's not really going to be a gamer score game at all, like the furthest from it, I think I'm still going to put a lot of time into it just for what I, you know, the way I play my games. I, I normally, I, not that long ago, I used to just do a thousand G a day and then put on a game I liked. But nowadays I can't do that quite as much as I used to, but, I still try and always get to the simulation games. So it's, I, I, I've said it, I think I said it to you before, CJ. I don't even know what it is. I, I can't put my finger on it exactly. I, it's just, I guess it's just everyone likes something and that's just what I like. I, I quite had, even though it's, I can tell most people won't, I quite enjoyed Treasure Hunter Simulator that came out last week. I pretty much played it in one go, finished it in eight hours, just didn't turn it off. I just, I don't know. I just, I just really liked it, and no one else will. But I did, and there's no one that's going to, you know, be playing these games for fun like I do. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I'm a bit of a weirdo, but I think everyone in this game of school kind of universe is a bit of a weirdo. Yeah, I like that. So that gives you a sort of, a, I suppose, a rough introduction, if you like, listeners, to who we are, what we're sort of playing, and where, I suppose, where this will sort of go, because, you know, we've all alluded to what we're maybe going to be playing in the future or whatever else, and I think by coming back once a month, and I know, you know many of you are used to a weekly podcast, you know, God help us all, uh, that crap on and on about the same things, this will, it'll be quite fresh, I think, having, having you know, this much time between it, but also, you know, the, the fact that the sheer number of games we're playing i thought before we we started recording tonight they're probably and i mean you never know who's living under a rock but most likely between the four of us we've put more hours into gaming than almost anyone in australia so it'll be quite exciting to see what we are what we come up with over over the next month and and where we sort of go so i don't know guys i think that's a that seems like a good natural spot for us to stop on if you're if you're happy with that or if you want to throw out anything else yeah, well, I do want to just quickly throw out what my favorite gaming genre is, if you don't oh, mind. Please. Yes. Even though I like platformers and action adventures to choose as much as I do, my favorite genre is role-playing games because I really like to immerse myself into what I actually want to do and I'm actually given that choice to do how I want to do the game. It's not just doing the main quest straight away and just beat the game. I like to take my time with the side quests and the main game and actually get more variety from the game. So that's why role-playing games are my favorite genre. 
Yeah, I like that. And Jeremy, I can tell you there's this lovely little game. It's on Game Pass. You can come and join me if you like. It's Elder Scrolls Online, just an afternoon or two. Uh, no. And we can, uh, <laughs> um, we can have a bit no. of fun there. Play it, Jeremy. I'm not spending that thousand hours on that gold crap. No Come way. on. So <laughs> come on. no. If I'm not paying that game, if I'm not paying Season Feast, if I'm not paying Fortnite, I'm not paying that one. You're not going to sell me on otherwise. <laughs> See if this is okay. I don't know why you're shitting on it. It's okay. I have heard about Elsa Stored Online, and it's been a PC game for like a long time before you even came on this bus. So why the hell does it have to take so much long to do? Well, I'll tell you. Because they have the two most annoying things ever. We all know about the Emperor achievement, yes. Yes. But there's also something almost just as annoying, the fishing achievement. It's worse. worse. And why is that really bad? Well, it's pretty uncommon to actually get all the fish to fish, and you have to be pretty good, and you have to get a bit lucky too. So that achievement is pretty bad too. Ah, Look, I don't know what your problem is. An open world MMO with a bit of Xenomax jank. You never know what's going to happen. It's a wonderful Oh, that's always my problem. I don't like MMOs. <laughs> no, look, I, I don't blame I don't blame you at all. So I want I want to thank you three guys for giving up some time tonight and joining this you know a Sony pony I suppose that came out of the blue and is really trying to insert himself into the community to meet some wonderful gentlemen like yourselves. I suppose now is the perfect opportunity if you'd like to sort of shout yourself out or uh, you know if if you've got anything going on like this or you do this sort of thing I don't know uh, by all means do where people can follow you or, or see your progress I suppose. Do you do, you do that well, sort of thing Jeremy? Well there's one more thing I do want to mention yeah. guys i don't think we talked about it all and i do actually want to mention it there was a mm. game coming out on july 16 called is it west's night i think it is west's night and it has 50 achievements linked to 50 different gamers in the community oh, by chewy dog interactive yes they're selling out 50 different members of the community and i actually think that that's a great idea to respect the community and actually get back to how much they actually care about them. I mean, that's actually a great initiative, and I'm actually kind of happy that they actually did that because we really should get recognized for what we do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Connets is there, Sangares is there, um, Cheaper Guys is there. I watched a lot of his guys. Anyways. Ah. Well, I just wanted to quickly mention. Mephisto, did you want to shout yourself out, shout out your, uh, your blogs and whatnot? Ah. Uh. Well, I suppose, right? Yeah, it's 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 just on true achievements. I blog monthly, much like this show will be, just keeping our stats there and talking about the craziness of our scoring. And yeah, that's about it. I don't really use the socials much, but maybe I could be persuaded to down the line. You know, but... if you jump yourself on Twitter and start having a bit of an engagement on Twitter, you might start getting some. Uh, you might be getting a, a clock. Maybe we'll set up a Discord and <laughs> what? <laughs> Did I miss something? If you drop yourself on uh, on Twitter and you start having a bit of a shit a gas bag on Twitter, you might yeah. end up with a, uh, a clock. Oh, a clock, know. yes. I'd love, I'd love an LA Metric clock. The <laughs> LA Metric, great company, great clocks. Next month, uh, Memph will be uh, reviewing the clock. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you in advance for sending us. I promise. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. And Rogue, do you want to shout yourself out? I know you stream sometimes. I stream a little bit at Rogue underscore 992 underscore because I lost my foot. I forgot what my password was for my first Twitch. Uh, I don't stream often, but just want to come over and say hi, say hi. 
Uh, you can see me on Twitter at Rogue underscore nine ninety two, where I'll talk a little bit of shit about top NBA Top Shot and some other shit, basically. And yeah, that's about it. That's perfect. And Jeremy, a very big thank you guys for actually making this like really fun. This is probably the first time I actually been in a real podcast, to be quite honest. So. I want to thank every one of you for you know making this an enjoyable time, and I'm definitely going to be doing many more of these in the future. It's good. I think I'm on board now. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I lulled you into a false sense of security. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that that is wonderful. So there you go, listeners. These three gentlemen, they are wonderful. Rogue, of course, Jeremy J1 and Memph. You can find them on the top of the boards. You can stalk, follow them, which is a wonderful feature on the Xbox, <laughs> where they don't know you're following them. I'm told, and you can it's you true. can snake their lists and see what they're playing get all the the latest quick and easy games that's as sure as hell what i've been doing jeremy, it's been one can i say one thing jeremy if you don't want Please. that to happen all you would do is go on your account and set yourself to private <laughs> I, yeah, I know i know <laughs> where am i going to get my ideas from don't do that at some point we're going to have to stop hiding from each other yeah true because honestly i don't think we can hide anymore we can run but we can't hide you yeah, can want, no, but you can't hide. No, that's right. Sorry, Math. <laughs> True. I'm ru- I'm trying to run. I'm You're trying, trying to run. No, not really. I've the chase been. is going to be over soon. Is it? Oh, it might. You said yourself, it could happen it any could. day now. It, it could. Yeah. I could be number yeah, one you. within the next month or two. It's true. That's true. I was called. I was called called slow once by somebody, and then slow at gamer score. That is, and ever since then, smash. So we happy to be mentioned the number four guy either. I mean, Eden is also queuing it as well. So I would keep an eye on him as well. I'll try and get his stats up a bit more for next show because yeah, I was yeah. I thought I'd just keep it to us three. No offense to you, CJ, just because we're on the show. But next week I will talk about Eden more because. The, the three of you better keep Eden covered because I can't extend any more bridges at the moment to people I don't know in the Xbox community. <laughs> so as long as you stay ahead of him, I'm sure he's a wonderful gentleman, but we are, we'll, we'll keep him at arm's, arm's length, well, at, le- at least for now. So as I said, thanks so much for joining tonight, guys. It's been, it's been wonderful. If you, are, you. if you are a PlayStation gamer, you know, it's never too late to, to rectify your ways and to, to come across to the Xbox. It is a play anywhere system. It's a play everywhere system. There is nothing to play on that system on the playstation at the moment anyway so you might as well check it out go and turn on the pc the ios whatever device you've got you can play give it a dabble and if you don't care for that then come back and listen as we go through the rest of this year flinging insults and jibes at each other and and hopefully playing some some wonderful games and maybe even some wonderful xbox exclusives if we are lucky thanks so much guys for tonight no worries thank you very much thank you so much dj was an absolute honor You've been listening to Avocation to Climb, the journey of four Australian gamers, Chivo whores, and general larrikins, I suppose you could say, as they chart their way across the games, the gamer score, the jabs, and of course, the laughs. You can catch myself, CJ, Sony Pony to you, Memphisto for the win, Rogue1992, and Jeremy J1. We'll be back at you in a month or so. We're going to be on all good podcast providers and YouTube, and because we're a newly established program we really need your support in pushing it out telling your friends and letting them know because look 
why not, why not let us ride with you on your gaming experience, whatever system you be on, whatever system you be playing. And of course, we are part of the Loot Bros family. So if you're looking for extra content, you can always check out their weekly gaming show covering all platforms, PC, Switch, PS, 4, 5, and the Xbox as well. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. I look forward to getting the chance to speak to you further in the future. Be well, game hard, let those Chivos fly.